So in light of the vote earlier, the first thing I'd like to say is that, you know, not going to lie, I seriously thought my first trip to Hogwarts was going to be a lot more fun. <laughs> now that aside, let's get to this. Um, with all due respect, thank you for the invitation, but this debate is absurd. It is absolutely absurd. It is what Habermas would refer to as a, a uh, performative contradiction to hold this proposition that woke culture can go too far. Because to say that woke culture can go too far is to side with the status quo. To say that this is a matter of a debate in this house is to reinscribe the epistemic home terrain of the dominant culture and to do epistemic violence against members of marginalized groups who occupy marginalized knowledges. To platform in such an esteemed location in opposition to woke culture at all is again to reinscribe that violence. But furthermore, no. In fact, to interrupt someone speaking on behalf of social justice is again to reinscribe violence and do epistemic injustice to people who are fighting to end oppression. Let's take an example of an opponent to woke culture who's been invited to this debate. Me. No. How in the world could I have been invited to this debate? Let's go through a hit list of some of my greatest hits. I'm famously known for being against woke culture. Turns out I was involved in the grievance studies affair a number of years ago in which I revealed that woke scholarship is in fact fraudulent. I wrote a book in which I defined critical race theory as calling everything you wish to control racist until you control it. I'm at the center of identifying the sexualization of children through queer theory as groomer behavior. And while I was in London a couple of days ago, I might have visited Karl Marx's grave and danced on it. More than that, Look at this dress code, look how great we look. Don't we look great? I mean, I do. That said, what we're celebrating by clapping for this outfit is colonizer formal wear. And you laugh, you laugh. And it's fine for a virile straight white male with considerable prowess such as myself to wear a black tie, but you have to think of the impact that it has on members of marginalized groups who cannot bring their full authentic selves to a forum such as this to share their ideas. How is it possible that woke culture has gone too far as this house holds when it hasn't even come to this house? But as everybody so far has mentioned, if we're going to debate this, we must understand it. What, is it. what does it mean to be woke? I read the literature. I draw my definition of wokeness, or woke, which by the way is cultural appropriation. I draw my definition of the term woke from the Brazilian Marxist educator, Paulo Freire, who says that the point of a thorough education is conscientization, the raising of a critical consciousness. As he phrases it, what that means is being able to recognize the structural reality of our lives. That means being able to recognize dehumanizing forms such as structural racism, sexism, cis-heteronormativity, ableism, oppression of all kinds. It also means, house, no. It also means, house, being able to be aware and recognize modes of what Freire called domestication, such as wearing colonizer formal wear, 
and doing debates. Conscientization is the essence of woke because it is the idea that you learn to see these things so that you can denounce these things so that you can denounce them critically in order to announce the possibility of our liberation from them. What that means is that woke pursues social justice. And if we look for a definition of social justice, I draw inspiration from a different definition given by Karl Marx in 1844. He said that communism is often misunderstood. And then he went on to say, communism is the positive transcendence of private property as human self-estrangement. And I say that Karl Marx was a damned conservative because he was a privileged white European male who didn't recognize the forms of social and cultural property he benefited from, so he ignored those and focused only on material property. Therefore, social justice is the necessary extension of this idea, the positive transcendence of all forms of private property, such that we end human self-estrangement. And social justice is the consummation of something called social equity where Karl Marx believed in something called socialism that consummates to communism, he def we could define that as something like, I don't know, a administered political economy in which shares are adjusted so citizens are made equal. It just so happens that's the exact definition given in the public administration literature by George Fredrickson for social equity. And we don't even bother to take real steps towards social equity. We turn to Ibram Kendi. What does he say it takes to, to, to achieve social equity? In How to Be an Anti-Racist, on page 19, he says the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. And the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. But look what's happening right now in the Supreme Court of the United States. Harvard and UNC are being challenged on their anti-racist discrimination that points toward justice. We're trying to walk back our walk towards social equity, and why? It's not a surprise. We turn to Kendi again. We haven't taken the first meaningful step towards social equity. In 2019 for Politico, Kendi wrote, in the United States at least, if we wish to have social equity, that what we need is an anti-racist amendment to our constitution that makes unconstitutional racial inequity. We don't have that. We haven't even tried. What would it do? He said, well, it will establish a federal bureau, a bureaucracy, the Department of Anti-Racism that would have absolute authority over all state, local, federal public policies, public figures, private entities, and their officials to make sure that racist ideas and racial inequities don't surface. And it would have punitive powers to make sure that they're adjusted should those things surface. We've taken no steps toward achieving this. Now, scholars of communism, since I've invoked Karl Marx, would recognize that this is a perfect reconception of a dictatorship of the anti-racist in parallel to the dictatorship of the proletariat that Marx and Lenin perfectly clearly understood is the only way to usher people to the positive transcendence of private property as human self-estrangement, aka communism. This is what woke pursues. And it's not just that woke has not gone too far, it's that it cannot go too far. If we go and we look at Paulo Freire again, he says the point is conscientization. And what does conscientization lead to? A cultural revolution, he says. Have we had one? No. But then he warns us that after a cultural revolution, it's very likely that the new government will impose its values upon the, the existing, uh, the new society. It will impose it, and so they will make them necessarily right-wing. He says that it threatens to make the new government sclerotic, bureaucratic, necrophiliac, death-loving. 
everything it professes to be against. And he gives us a remedy to this problem. What Freire says is that once you have conscientization, once you have your cultural revolution, what you need is not less woke culture, but more woke culture. You need to conscientize further. You need deeper critical consciousness. You need to call out new forms of dehumanization, new modes of domestication. That's what you must do. So woke culture hasn't just not gone far enough. It cannot go far enough. We see this reflected in the queer theory literature. David Halperin and Saint Foucault wrote that the definition of queer should be that which resists all norms and social expectations. So we do praxis for queer theory, do the work to try to bring awareness, empathy to ways of being, ways of living under the LGBT umbrella, under the queer umbrella. And what we threaten to do is to make those things normal, to establish new norms, to establish new social expectations around those modes of being, modes of, of living, and those police people. So they must be queered. So queer theory cannot go too far. And that's just one aspect of woke culture. We heard from Ferrari, woke culture cannot go too far. The com the, he says that, that the revolution must be perpetual. Otherwise, it becomes the status quo. So woke culture cannot possibly have gone too far or far enough. It cannot go too far. It's not possible. But that said, the point of woke culture is to make room for a socially just society. The only way to do that under the understanding of woke is to denounce the existing society until it no longer stands. But the existing society hanging by a thread as it is still exists. No. Woke culture cannot go too far. Therefore, woke culture has not gone far enough. And since I am a mathematician, may I have this pleasure. Quod erat demonstrandum. Thank you.